happy, Vicky, just be happy with this quick game. The recipes for success for you to start your day off right is to listen to the quickie. I'm Trevor Beggs. You're listening to the quickie, the fastest hockey show on earth, at least to my knowledge. Five minute takes here. Okay, gotta get to the Vancouver Canucks. That's what's on my mind after a three nothing win where Markstrom puts up the best goaltending performance in regular season history for the Canucks. No Canuck had had a shutout more than 45 saves in a regular season game until last night where Markstrom had 49 saves. But Markstrom's been talked about a lot recently. We know how brilliant he's been. The whole contract situation, it's fascinating. I don't know what's gonna happen. But the other big reason why the Canucks are where they are in the standings is because they got more guys putting the puck in the net. Now, as of this morning, the Canucks are seventh overall in the NHL in goals. You kind of figured the way this team was constructed, if they were gonna make the playoffs, they were gonna have to be a top 10 team in scoring. And is there this season in a big way. Now, I think of a lot of us, we're pretty much just willing to give you know, Patterson, Hughes, and maybe Markstrom the credit. These three guys, they've all elevated their game since last season. Especially when you got a guy like Quinn Hughes who wasn't here last season. But those three guys are leading the charge here. Now the pessimistic point of view would be to say, Benning hasn't really done much, you know? Bracket grabbed Pedersen and Hughes. Markstrom was a, a Gillis leftover. And look, I'm not the biggest Benning supporter out there. I think Benning's made a lot of mistakes, but you gotta give him credit for a couple things. There are three forwards on the Canucks specifically who I wanna look at as making a big difference this season. Now I'm gonna give an honorable mention to Jake Vertanen because Jake Vertanen looks like a much better hockey player, much smarter, crisper with his passes. He's scoring more. He's, he's been a much more improved player, a much cleaner player than he was in years past and a much more consistent player. But the three players I wanna look at, I wanna start with Adam Gaudet. Now Adam Gaudet, a bit of a rough year last season, spent a lot of time trying to learn the game, probably spent too much time in the NHL, but that was more due to necessity. This year though, you gotta give the guy credit. He's on pace for well, he's got 48 games right now, 10 goals. He's on pace for close to 15 goals and maybe 35 points. He still has to work on the defensive side of his game. He still has to work on face-offs. But to get that kind of production from your third-line center is fantastic. This is, this is a guy who a lot of people thought was going to start the season in the AHL. And they were all kind of... The majority of Canuck fans, they were in agreement that this guy should be in the AHL. And the preseason comes along, he lights it up, and the rest is history. Also got a shower, Tanner Pearson with some love. That trade, now that we're a year past it, for Erica Branson, I think, is there any is there any argument that that's the most lopsided trade in Jim Benning's tenure as Canucks general manager? That trade gave the Canucks a legitimate top six forward who's responsible at both ends of the ice, who kills penalties, and who's on pace for 20 goals and 50 points. Tanner Pearson has been a big addition to this team, and he's not that old either. 
Benning bought low. Not even bought low. We got rid of one of our least productive players for an asset who, again, is still in his prime and is putting up the points. Now, Tanner Pearson's not the flashiest player. I don't think he wows you a lot of the time. But he doesn't make mistakes. He's good positionally. And hey, he finds himself on the scoreboard more often than not. <laughs> Still blows my mind that there was a 25-game stretch this season where Tanner Pearson, not Pedersen, not Horvat, not Besser, Tanner Pearson was the Canucks' leading scorer. Now, last but not least, you got to shower JT Miller with some love. I liked the tidbit from the ESPN article with Greg Wyshynski earlier this week where he talked to Miller about coming to the Canucks and how motivated Miller was after he knew the Canucks gave up a first-rounder for him. How do you like that, Kyle? Mr. First-rounder. He knew all about it. What JT Miller has done in Vancouver this season? I don't know if it's the biggest surprise on the team, but it's got a rank right up there. We all expected Hughes to be brilliant, although maybe not this brilliant. We expected Marshall to be good, but maybe not this good. Miller fits right in that category. This is a 50 this is a 50 point player. This guy had Tanner Pearson production. Then all of a sudden, he is tied for the team leading points with Elias Pedersen. 57 points through 58 games. Pedersen, of course, has played one less game. But going into the playoffs, the defense on this team should scare the shit out of you. But the success for winning has nothing to do with that. It has to do with Markstrom's brilliance. And this newfound depth on offense, thanks to guys like Vertanen, Miller, Pearson, and of course, the hockey god himself, Adam Gaudet. I'm Trevor Bates. This has been The Quickie, part of the Nux Misconduct Network. We also recorded an awesome Sedin episode after the game last night. Go check it out on Sippin' on a 40. We also did Silky and Filthy yesterday, where we talked about 60 minutes of power play time in the NHL. Yeah, star players facing a lot of abuse right now. Should the rest be called more penalties? We think so. We also talked about the most underrated guys in the NHL. Speaking of underrated, keep tuning into our show. Underrated. Underrated network. I'm Trevor Banks. Take it easy.